Hey guys, have you heard about a huge solar solar flare is coming next year? O solar flare is the thing that when you point your camera towards the sun and some rings appear, right? No. No. No, no, no. <laughs> That's lance flare. Educate yourself. Oh no, I have done all this research for nothing. Did, did, did you watch um, that guy's movie story do research? I have watched some guy's movie. I need you can, to be can more specific. Can someone with um, director Emmerich? knowledge, I, I don't know, correct The one that this makes joke? disaster movies? Oh, wait, no. no you're talking about J.J. Abrams. Interstellar guy. No, wait. <laughs> Nolan? Christopher this, Nolan? This is a mess. Nolan? Are we talking about the Lance Flair guy? <laughs> Who's the Lance Flair guy? <laughs> Lance Flair guy is J.J. Abrams. He puts Lance Flair <laughs> all over his movies. Why do I remember it was said during the Interstellar? Because Interstellar no. is someone else, right? Interstellar is oh. someone else. I mean, Interstellar could also have Lance Flair's. Yeah, but okay. I am so unknowledgeable in that area. So let's talk about something that I I will I came prepared for, <laughs> which is <laughs> lens flares. Mm-hmm. I, I would have I would have segued. So let's talk about other people who are uh, not knowledgeable about this topic and then push the ball to uh, news outlets. Okay, do that. Do that. No, I, this is this is me doing it. I'm. I'm going to do it in such a way that it looks funny. <laughs> I hope. Did, did you know that? Did you know that? Did you know that in Spotify Wrapped, our audience's top three interests are comedy, uh, culture, and what was it? Turkish pop, something like that. Turkish nice. pop is in the other uh, m- music part. So yeah. Th- these these were different categories. Uh, Solar Storm news outlets. Enes, what do you think <laughs> about this topic? They are fun, first of all. Thank like, you. Good contribution. There are lots of clickbaits on news. Like, like I have been bombarded with news about like like a fake news during some time when I'm uh, writing solar flare on internet or even on social media. Like there are people who are making some conspiracy theories about solar uh, sun. And is it our the last chance? Like uh, the society now today, the civilization is going to be <laughs> destroyed, <laughs> destroyed by sun. Is it our end? Kind of things. I love, so uh, I love like, your crackpot conspiracy theory stories. <laughs> <laughs> like. The most of the conspiracy theories goes around the internet and they are basically talking about one of the accidents like a hundred years, more than a hundred years ago, like uh, one of the, uh, the solar flare, the, the storm actually uh, comes when it comes to Earth, it's electrified one of the telegraph lines and they didn't use some power to make it work. So it used solar flares power in a way. And they are talking about this. And it was the time when the uh, it it was the time when 
we didn't have enough uh, we didn't have that much of technology level but when you think of right now we have so many electric electric electronics and we have so much web under sea or such like we are connected together mm-hmm. with internet and internet is going to be destructed destroyed even though the internet <laughs> is fi- mostly fiber optics they are not electronics <laughs> i guess the cables Am I, right? yeah. <laughs> I feel like we got uh, out of the scale real quick there. Internet is going to be destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> like we won't even use it. Like they say everything is connected. Uh, like electric. Uh, what is that? Like electric grids won't work for hours, maybe weeks or months. And internet, like everything we are going uh, doing is connected together to work. Like uh, electric grids or uh, hydroelectric dams or whatever, like uh, from traffic lights to even one of the just they made a news about uh, maybe some of the railway signs will turn uh, green from the red. Oh no, not the railway signs. Okay, that I mean, is scary. That's not. I, I'm. I'm not gonna make fun of that. That yes. is actually really scary. <laughs> yes, that's scary. That's why I'm telling you. So, uh, they what they are arguing is like we won't have access to internet for maybe weeks or so. It differs. Like, like while I'm talking, I said different time periods. Maybe you uh, catch that, but uh, it's because news varies that much. Because there is no single information about this uh, singular information, so people think, okay, like we rely technology that much, so much today, that it will dis- destroy our society. It might destroy our society, and they're uh, creating a scenario like, uh, like dystopian, like sci-fi thing, and it's so fun. Yeah. No. And it's not just sci-fi. And there's also the other element of astrology, which is not related to <laughs> science at all. So the sound flares not only affecting our already existing uh, electronic infrastructure, but it also affects our mood, emotions, our personal relationships. And um, that's why they also say, like, do not make any decisions or... Do not uh, <laughs> go on a date. Like, <laughs> oh, I didn't know this. I didn't. So, <laughs> oh, no, I was going to make decisions. That's my favorite advice. I hate making decisions. I agree with Elif, though, because it is my it is. It has just been. I was just informed that when solar flare hits, you might red lights might become yellow lights. So green lights. <laughs> so. Decision making might be impaired by this. <laughs> I, I, I um, was gonna say uh, maybe uh, red flags also turn green flags. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny. Like I, I really find that interesting because people don't really know what it is happening up there, and it's the sun. And when you look at the images of all the like headlines and news that Ennis described. They are really mystical and the color and the font and it feels like, you know, 
And it's always NASA, like NASA, like, oh, Americans know about space. And they said, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's always kind of like Bold this. assumptions. <laughs> weird, um, what's the word? Like, pseudoscientific uh, resources attached to be careful, <laughs> you know, um, and then uh, a sun exploding, but there's also um, smoke around it, like, even though it's in space. <laughs> uh, AI-generated uh, fancy things. Um, yeah, I, I, I find it really fascinating because, like, I last two weeks I was with my parents and um, we had a really good blast and it was really fun to catch up with them and be with them together and hang out. But I had a chance to kind of understand their day pattern after retirement and what they're doing in their daily life and how they consume internet. The thing is, it's some for people. It's getting really really hard to differentiates these fake waves fake uh news websites with layout plus um the the actual news so i my mom was also like especially my dad who loves space now it's a elif monologue but um <laughs> 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 but yeah like it, it just sum up basically certain demographic people are fascinated with space, but they don't really understand, including me, I don't know what's happening there. And um, these news sometimes feels legit for them. What I'm going to say is actually, first of all, I think uh, Mercury retrograde will, will affect more <laughs> electronics than the solar flare does. Uranus uh, will be in your microwave, yes. <laughs> What? The is second that... thing I was gonna say about the news. <laughs> did you did, don't you know that joke? I don't know. I mean, uh, we 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 will be linking that. I think I, the one where he she opens the microwave and there's a Fred, little Freddie Mercury statue that says "I want to break free." <laughs> what is happening <laughs> exactly right now? In, uh, misinformation related to internet is happening. <laughs> oh, it's so the usual stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but basically, like the sun is kind of like a mystical thing, right? Like for a really long time in human history. I mean, not not, not really. No, I mean, no human <laughs> humankind history. If you are thinking about the sun, which fights with a crocodile, snake-like monster every night. Passes 12 doors and then <laughs> rides up to the sky on a boat. Or if you are talking about the sun that rides a chariot to the sky this time. Technology <laughs> advanced. Mm, first, being, lame. first being Egypt and second being uh, Greece. Yeah. That's quite mystical, yes. I for <laughs> one. Like, did you know that before uh, there being mechanical clocks that can tell time precisely the sun clock made in such a way worked in such a way that you would divide the day into 12 pieces regardless of the length of the day so that in summertime uh, one hour would be longer than winter one hour did you know about this? no I didn't 
but it sounds really nice. Yeah, it makes sense. Like I didn't thought about this. I well, I didn't know how sundials work. So, uh, Ottoman late Ottoman era novels suddenly make more sense for you, maybe <laughs> because they being twelve pieces and those twelve pieces being elongated. Because like after mechanical clocks are available, they did not immediately transform. They first oh. tried to use mechanical clocks to replace the sound clock, and then somebody says, "This is crazy. Let's not do this anymore." Um, <laughs> so yeah, that sun is quite mystical, but uh, the sun on the sky—that's that's a fairly well-studied phenomena. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> sun is a um, laser. We have a lot of uh, data about how it behaves, and in fact, even with a sun flare, you can pretty much know in one day advance that it's gonna hit because it hmm. travels like um, you can see immediately when it starts to happen like you can detect it in its earlier stages so in a sense if you can say that because we can only know about an earthquake about like one minute in advance mm-hmm. we know more about sun than we know about the earth yeah hmm But obviously, we don't live on the sun. Maybe if we lived on the sun, sun earthquakes. Well, they wouldn't be sun quakes. Would be sun quakes. <laughs> would be difficult to predict as well. These are difficult things I to know. I would love but to live on the sun. I would also love to live on the sun. So, uh, today's topic would have been much more troublesome if we lived on the sun. <laughs> no, today's topic would be earth flares. <laughs> and how, how would they affect us? Not at all. Would on be my, not at all would be my guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, like I agree because I also in the internet saw a large quantity of news related to sunstorms that is maybe not very credible. Mm. I mean, I'm not a sign. I mean. I am about to have a master's degree in applied mathematics, so I am not a. I had a minor in physics. I am. I am a sort of scientist. I am a. I am just in the perfect place to be very confident about wrong information. That's the. That's my relation with science. Um, okay. But but even like the, there is a certain common sense element to the conspiratorial aspect of the yeah, yeah. Um, sun because you might think like let's start with one of those examples let's imagine society collapse with sun flare let's start <laughs> like with electricity grid is completely destroyed there are times where electricity grid was partially destroyed like do you remember few years ago in turkey the entire country went blackout Oh, not a few years ago. It's been 10 years, but that was... Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it was so weird. I mean, people weren't on the streets wearing bandanas and hitting each other with clubs to take their bottle caps, so... Yeah, we were just waiting. <laughs> yeah, we were we, we were self-canceling our uh, university exam preparation classes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we don't even have electricity. Why would we even study? <laughs> Anarchy in the Middle East Technical University. Now, uh, <laughs> no, no, I, I wasn't even at university. Ah, you were high school. Anarchy yes. in Bursa. Yeah. I didn't know how we did even communicate it. 
But also, uh, obviously with smoke, like you set a fire and smoke signaling. Yeah. Like virtue yeah, signaling definitely. today. Difficult to decipher. Um, here's the thing. <laughs> There is a certain, can I say sex appeal in internet? Yes. Yes. There is a certain sex appeal to uh, apocalyptic stories. Like people yes. love hearing about how the society is going to be destroyed. Well, which okay. which is a which is a which is a great indicator that capitalism is going great so far. <laughs> And no, I, I I love it. Therefore, I am honest about its problems. Well, I, well, I was gonna say. Let, uh, me, let me quickly the... let me quickly finish this. Uh, there is a certain sex appeal to stories about society order being destroyed, but when you do it around things like. Uh, terrorism or wars then you would also get into a muddy territory where people are like oh but that side has that type of being right on their side and all type of people start screaming but sun is a perfect <laughs> enemy for an apocalypse like if sun destroys the earth nobody would be offended on its behalf <laughs> so so for a tabloid it is very easy to Uh, go about sun destroying earth type of stories that that, mm-hmm. that guy mm-hmm. from that guy from Adana who was shooting at the sun would feel very vindicated I mean, I mean, obviously because people from Adana now shoots at Starbucks with the same instinct that they are shooting at the sun who was the king declared war to uh, Poseidon and <laughs> went to the uh, that, beach that, I mean th- there are various instances of Stories about kings attacking the sea. Um, there is the one with the Caligula, the Roman emperor, who went to the shores of Britain, stabbed the sea, and took seashells and and showed them as signs of their victory. We have defeated the sea, <laughs> and these are the trophies. And and then there is Xerxes, the guy from the 300 Spartans, the three meter guy with bald head and a lot of jewelry. It is my understanding that while crossing Gallipoli, he had the sea whipped in order to make sure it stays calm during the crossing. Did it? I mean, they built a bridge over the Gallipoli Strait <laughs> by tying ships at each other. And his army didn't die because of that situation. So it probably worked. Okay. Good for them. Um, so, so, and also there is the story about the King Knut um, who... Tried to order the sea to calm down and sea didn't calm down. There's also this story. So there are a number of stories about uh, people being violent against nature and nature being uh, indifferent. No. So it's 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 a perfect tabloid apocalypse generator. The sun. Pinar, <laughs> you are saying. Oh, I was gonna say, yes, this thing kind of like has an extra appeal because even like even people who realistically know yeah this is not very likely this is this sounds like made up this sounds like a plot to a made up disaster movie like 2012 or like the day after <laughs> tomorrow that kind of stuff it's like a split second of like breaking from the reality of their like routine daily life Which is kind of exciting. Like it is the kind of excitement that's like very harmless because you're like, for five minutes you're like, oh yeah, this thing is gonna happen, and like the life on Earth will change. Like something 
actually different will happen instead of everyday life I am so used to and bored of. So I see the appeal in this. And it's also, like you said, in terms of conspiracy theories, theories, it's like on a very like harmless scale, unless you're like losing your mind over it and becoming a full survivalist <laughs> and trying to like shape your life and the people around you uh, mm. to like prepare against this kind of thing. It's like very harmless conspiracy theory compared to the, all the other ones we have, <laughs> which generally just boil down to like random an- anti-Semitism in one way or the other. Yeah, that's where we end up with these kind of stories. <laughs> it's it, it, it's really hard to hate on Jewish people based <laughs> on the sun. Yeah, like um, that's yes. I I, can't, I wholeheartedly agree. Um, and also, there's this other thing about the being all crazy and survivalist type of person thing. Uh, I am sorry. I am. I may be offending our crazy survivalist demographic <laughs> last statement, but hmm. um, if if you are listening to this after the apocalypse, somehow, <laughs> crazy survivalist person, know that we love you. Even though I'm like, obviously you were right and we were wrong. So Yeah, and we are already dead. <laughs> good for you on that accord. We hope you are laughing at us and having fun in your crazy bunker but um here's the thing we actually went through an apocalypse with the corona so we did yeah we like this whole society and like again no nobody was going out in the street killing each other i am fairly certain even with the bronze age collapse people weren't eating each other in the cities i think it is just that the type of society that was uh, that preceded the Bronze Age empires was one that didn't leave much of written records, so we don't know what happened. But it was probably people just um, keeping living like they used to, but in a slightly less organized way. Mm. So um, that's what I think about the total apocalypse. Although, that, but one thing is quite clear to me: if uh, the internet is destroyed and electricity grids uh, burn on fire, stuff. You wouldn't need to go to your bank bank advertisement job next day. <laughs> so, so I agree with Epil. You would you would be starving to death. You would be starving to death, but not while being employed in a bank. You wouldn't you wouldn't need to go to a lot of jobs the next day. So yeah, so that's if sun destroys the earth, there would be no banking jobs. That's the. <laughs> That's the appeal. Or you know what? I am not sure. Someone will find a way. So, different but, banks, like food banks, maybe. But what's exactly <laughs> happening right now, like, or happened, like overall? Like, is it, um, is it, a, like, is it a storm? Is it a blast? Like, I mean, it's it's a, it's a blast in the sense that it's so much fun. Um, <laughs> think, like, maybe it's. It confuses you because of the images on the internet that yeah. like they are portraying sun like with like a hot magma pouring like all over the uh, around the sun itself, its globe, and like mm-hmm. the flares they are like a fire uh, spraying and just shooting earth. Exactly, and- <laughs> it's almost like a 
volcanic eruption. <laughs> and like there are some laser beams going to <laughs> Yes, and it's just directed to Earth. Like it's focused on Earth. And uh, skip all the other planets, <laughs> it will hit us. <laughs> and like when the storm like the the terms are scientific terms, but like they are putting storm and super super storm and it will it's like a fire beam or a fireball it's it's an internet term it's like a wall of fire just goes mm-hmm. to, it comes to earth a wave of fire comes to earth and wipes the whole planet they're maybe okay, portraying not... it like that and it that's is, not it's a spell actually. in <laughs> dnd i think like like sun isn't gonna cast fireball on earth Let Why me. not? <laughs> not my not my area. I am a mathematician. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I am I am not an I am not an astro wizard. Finally, I like, are we not good enough? But, <laughs> yes, I. Uh, that's actually funny. I graduated my regular uh, university with like two point twenty five CGPA, and they needed two point forty in order to apply for that department. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, don't worry. My mathematics, the CGPA is higher. My graduate CGPA is higher. So I'm gonna, while not talking about the subject matter of that course, you can be more confident in what I'm going to say. Um, let's see what I was I saying. Mean, oh, I'm yeah. either gonna trust you or trust the news with the exact sound mm-hmm. explosion image. So <laughs> I'm out of options here. I'm kind of grasping at straws. Back at high school, I had no G- CGPA whatsoever. Exactly. So I don't think your opinion changes changed very much on, on whether you should trust me over the course of last five years. Um, but le- going back to the main topic, uh, sun. What a sun storm looks like is, like I said, you point your camera towards the light and this little circles appear. Um, what happens is. Sun bursts some electromagnetic waves, and it is my understanding that the type of mega storm that's going to happen, and people are saying it's a similar one happened 100 years ago, but back then there were no technology. Today there is technology, and we are all going to die. You can immediately say that back at 150 years ago, mm. everybody didn't die. So it's probably not a wall of flame <laughs> heading towards the Earth. <laughs> because uh, things like similar sunstorms uh, occur with uh, like sunstorms happen all the time the rare thing is them hitting the earth because space is so big and earth is so small in comparison but Jandins you are missing a point it's a rare event that only happens once a hundred years so <laughs> it is so huge thingy <laughs> yes. I am I am saying it happens um And when it happens, like, you know the Northern Lights, right? Mm-hmm. That's when Northern Light happens, that's a result of a sunstorm. Sunstorm comes, hits the oh. Earth's magnetic fields, and the sun, Northern Lights appear. And south, Southern Lights too, with the same mechanism. Um, and when sun, sunstorm is stronger, they reach to... Places further away from the magnetic poles. And in general, like I said, people don't die because of that <laughs> situation in particular. In general? Uh, so 
the life on Earth will not be annihilated by a sunstorm that's going to happen next year. What oh, might happen is, man. I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. What <gülüyor> might happen is, um, electricity grid might be in trouble. Like we might, uh, if if a very strong uh, electromagnetic field hits us, electricity grid might be in peril, and some maybe power plants or some electrical appliances might get fried, and it might be a long time for them to be replaced. Oh no, my air fryer. And now in order to synchronize better, I am gonna ask everybody a question. And the question I'm gonna ask is what would you miss most when electricity infrastructure collapses? Binari? Air fryer. Yes, your air fryer will be fried. Um, <laughs> actually, no, your air fryer will probably be safe because it is designed to operate uh, in high temperatures. Um, maybe your computer might be in trouble. So yeah, the, the, what you should really be asking is not uh, whether we would die because of a sunstorm, but whether we would die because of an electricity outage that might last for a few weeks. And let me quickly add this. In the start of the episode, Enes said hydraulic dams would be in trouble. And hydraulic dams, hydro, no, hydroelectricity dams, like... I was mentioning the IoT uh, side of it, like everything is connected. Mm-hmm. And one of the, if uh, it is not connected to internet, it may be ca- causing problems. I didn't mm-hmm. mean meant the hydroelectric <laughs> dams will be in trouble. In a way, I mean that it it produces electricity. I need to correct it. Thanks for your correction, us. Uh, hydroelectric dams will probably be fine because you can deactivate them very easily. Like you can just say, I mean, you wouldn't just say you would. There would be some valves that people would need to turn using hands, and it would be difficult. But um, hydroelectric dams would be safe. What would not be safe would be nuclear reactors. If If electricity went uh, haywire, the thing about a nuclear reactor is it re- it really depends on cooling mechanism working perfectly. Some people in the northern Ukraine would agree with me. Um, <laughs> That's a low blow. Too soon. No, it isn't too soon. I it's, wasn't it's even born. Been, it's Third, more than 30 years. It's it has been 45 years. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I wasn't born. <laughs> I don't remember. But like um, nuclear reactor, if a, if all the electrical stuff stopped working properly for a day, I would expect most of nuclear reactors would explode. Oh. Yeah. So especially the ones from Soviet era. That's something you should be. That's something oh. you should be worried about more. Then. Oh, I I, I, I I think I watched a video on how um, how big power outages are taken care of in the United States. Um, let me quickly say this. I, I this is not me saying next year nuclear reactors will explode, so don't buy houses near them. What I'm saying <laughs> too late. Too late. I am I am I am I'm a reporter on a news website, and I already I already have the article ready to go. Okay. Experts say um, <laughs> all the nuclear plants will explode next year. I am I am not an expert. Um, too late. What, what I am saying is 
What do you mean? Didn't you get like a course on uh, health and uh, nuclear physics? Oh yeah, nu- uh, f- health physics. The course about nuclear yeah, stuff. Yeah, but the topic was yeah. Yeah, it's it's called health physics. But what you really talk about is radiation and nuclear things. Uh, but no, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is not that this will happen next year. What I'm saying is if all the electricity, electrical appliances in the world suddenly stops working, nuclear reactors would be would should be the thing that you should worry about before other things. I'm not saying a sun flare would cause this. What I'm saying is if it happens, nuclear reactors are gone. If for whatever reason, like if if uh, electric, like, you know, in the movies or in uh, bad the TV shows, There's this electromagnetic blast type of thing, EMP. Mm-hmm. I think that the thing people use in order to stop a car alarm in the in heist movies. Yes. Um, if that thing was real, and it isn't, um, if that mm-hmm. thing was real, it isn't because everybody would be using it if that thing was real. Um, if that thing was real and a huge electromagnetic pulse hit the earth suddenly at once, The thing you should worry about is nuclear reactors. That's what I'm saying. Other than railway signs. And railway signs, yeah. Railway signs is more important, I think. Like, what could happen the worst with a nuclear reactor? Like, what is <laughs> the mean, worst case scenario? Let's the, electri- the, the train lights might stop working because no electricity. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like, by hitting the train lights directly, we cut the middleman. middle <laughs> <laughs> um, person but what is exactly hitting them yeah so Binali with a baseball bat uh, here's the thing <laughs> <laughs> um, ha- have you watched that show that uh, gro- have you watched that movie that grossly misrepresents Tesla uh, the prestige that's the one <laughs> uh, do you remember the scene where he holds this uh, fluorescent light bulb with a metal pole and it uh, gets it near a power line and starts electricity yeah. and it lights up that's what happens Elif um, mm. with a strong electromagnetic wave cables uh, long, electri- long conductor lines Uh, starts having electric start having electrical movements inside them it might be that even though you have turned off even though you have unplugged your refrigerator it might start working because I mean, it wouldn't happen refrigerator takes so much energy but like your light bulbs might light up during this like if you were in uh, northern Norway and you had fluorescent lights you might be able to activate them with a Uh, northern lights without oh. being connected to power grid because like northern lights doesn't have a lot of regular northern lights doesn't have a lot of energy but like what happens is like I said long cables might start seeing electricity movements in them which is what happened with telegraph wires 100 years ago and it would cause lights to go up maybe because um, the type of inference is the technical word I think Um, the type of electrical inference that would happen might be understood by the receivers as a signal to change what happens. Like um, sun flare might cause a signal and somebody might misinterpret that signal and that misinterpreted signal might cause troubles. That's the thing that would hit the light. Okay. What certainly wouldn't happen, Elifis, uh, your 
um, emotion changing. <laughs> But why not? <laughs> But it's hitting my heart. Yeah, don't we have electronic signals in our brain? Huh? What are you saying? Okay, all of these are beautiful. All of these are beautiful questions. And I am gonna, I am gonna give reference to one of my favorite games. How will this affect the group chat? A group chat won't work, so it won't affect at all. <laughs> like, but if, if you if you're a group of people playing a board game around the table. <laughs> I mean, you could be, you could be, you could be playing Catan online, so it could affect the group chat. No, no, the in this scenario, the whole power grid dies, so internet doesn't work, so the game is over. The only way it would affect group dynamics is if you're actually sitting around the table. Um. And you are playing a board game, and suddenly your friends start acting like monsters, <laughs> like robbing your tiles, even though you never did anything wrong to them. That that kind of behavior, <laughs> yes. Uh, you shouldn't suspect a sunflare because obviously, if sunflare makes people angry, you would be angry too. Like it wouldn't be like everybody's suddenly acting angry and monsters around me, and I am the only person. No, you would be monster too. What if no. I am so zander? It would be. Random. That that not that either. But none of those because, <laughs> like people, when they're in an MRI, which is a much stronger electromagnetic field generator than I mean, it's not stronger than sun, but it's it's much closer to you. Um, people don't suddenly become maniacs and attack the MRI machine. But it's <laughs> so much easier to blame my mood swings on the sun. No, you like, can't keep doing that. This is in- oh okay. Okay, then then I'm good. Then I don't care. I'm gonna I'm gonna prepare a special link to this episode that doesn't have this part, so you can <laughs> share it with your friends um, <laughs> if you want. I am um, joking. I don't think anybody would listen this far into the episode. But like, gee. Um, <laughs> 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 No, don't um, be negative. That's the solar uh, flare talking. No, but I, I know, I know all your friends. They wouldn't watch a thirty seconds reel to its end. <laughs> so anyway, um, <laughs> like I'm saying, uh, by the way, if you are a listener who has listened this far, I really love you. Like you are my, Aww, you yeah. are the best person. You are the best person, even though it's, I love you so much. And, I also um, want to send the post. I. Referenced before, and I'll put this in the show notes. Ah, yeah, this is this is a perfect illustration of a sandstorm. We can maybe put it to the show notes as well, like you said. Um, it this wouldn't happen, like said, because if it did happen, Elif, um, mm-hmm. all around in your life, you face very strong electro electromagnetic field effects. You would see it happening. Maybe it is happening. Then doesn't matter. So, what kind of technology do we use oh. to see these things? Is it like a really powerful um, electronic microscope or something like that, or like a telescope in this case? Not a microscope. Okay, certainly not a microscope. Uh, sun, is known, <laughs> sun is known to be quite big. Uh, <laughs> and and far away, um, it it would be very difficult to take a sample and put it under the microscope. And even if you were able to do that, it would probably not show you storm properties. Um, the thing is, um, well, first of all, electromagnetic field 
storm, electromagnetic storm that is happening with the sun. It isn't like it isn't an explosion. Let me give an example. You know how uh, in the poles, in the North Pole or South Pole, there are these huge glaciers, and you some sometimes see global warming warning videos where large chunks of ice drops from the hills into the water. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Do you know how? Do you? Uh, remember how slow that thing happens like it's like very it's like slow motion it, things like shatter and you can see it happening and it falls so slowly right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah it it isn't slow motion it is real time the reason you think it's small slow motion is because it's like 100 meters tall oh uh, big things you blew my mind big things <laughs> take a lot of time to happen so <laughs> <laughs> uh, do, you, do you do you can I also give an, another fact on that? Yes. Uh, when they used to use uh, small scale models for uh, explosion in movies, they would mm-hmm. have to slow down the uh, footage to make it look like a big thing is happening instead of a oh. small thing. Because big things happen slowly, um, and. Sun is like I said. Oh, I love that. Like I said, sun is uh, quite big. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. But if sun is, <laughs> oh my god, I can't even do this with a straight face. So if uh, the sun is so big, how can the moon cover it fully during uh... an eclipse? Take that, science. <laughs> yes, uh, I'm not going to respond to that. <laughs> uh, but when a sunstorm starts happening, it is it happens very slowly. Like it isn't just like this, like finger flicking. Even it looks like finger flicking a sunstorm, but on the surface. But it happens very slowly, so you can actually detect it while it's happening, before mm. its impact comes to the earth. Like. Once the waves start traveling in the space, they go with the speed of light. But it there's a long time be- between it starting to happen and it starting to emit waves, and you can see it. That's why we can understand it ha- happening a day in advance, right? Yeah, you have like unlike many disasters, like a sunstorm is more similar to a hurricane than an earthquake. Mm. Mm. In that, with a hurricane, you you can see it starting to happen. You have a fairly well working prediction model that um, knows where it's gonna go, and you can, in general, warn people way in advance so they can make preparations. And people do make preparations for large sun flares. Um, if there was, if we were doing nothing to protect ourselves, we would have much larger quantity of power outages. There are smart applications that protect. Uh, power grid from sun flares. So, should we also make preparations at home? Like, if the internet's gonna go out, should I print out my favorite cake recipe? Download <laughs> all the YouTube videos. <laughs> uh, you should fa- you should always print out your favorite cake recipe because sites might die all the time. It might just go away. Yeah, yeah. even without sun. Websites die okay, I, I already have it printed, so I'm ready. Um, You're ready for I, the apocalypse. 
I mean, <gülüyor> as a person, as a regular human person, uh, there are two different types of apocalypse we are talking about here. One is no internet and the other is no power. Mm-hmm. One is deadlier. I'm gonna <gülüyor> let the audience decide. Um, It's the internet one. Yes. Because like what would happen after 10 minutes when you are not watching reels and suddenly you start thinking about what you are doing with your life. <gülüyor> Hang on, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to have a little tangent, but I can't remember if this was like a episode of a TV show or a movie. But what was the like there was a there was something like, like either a TV show or or a movie that was like it was like post apocalypse, but at the end of it they realized like It has. It had actually been like a very short time, actually, since the apocalyptic ah. event happening, and like the, the people just freaked out completely in like an an, an extremely fast fashion. That's a movie. Um, I know about. I don't remember the name of it, but maybe we can put it in the show notes. I I haven't watched it, but I'm familiar with the concept. Okay. If you have anything. That you want to store on the internet, you should do it anyway without apocalypse. Uh, the trouble would more be about how, like, we are very used to communicating through internet and message and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, without internet, say like, like you, your parents are living in a different city than you, right? Mm-hmm. Neither of you would die if internet would disappear. However, uh, you might be. You might be very worried about what's happening in their lives because you aren't able to communicate with them. Mm-hmm. Like most of the people you communicate with would be suddenly inaccessible to you, and that would have some emotional effect on you. Also, uh, remote working would be more difficult. <laughs> I would say pigeons. <laughs> Or like um, yeah, you, you write you write a you write your program computer program. On a paper, you wrap it around the pigeon and send it to the center, so they don't have a computer. So they don't, they can't compile it because their computers aren't working. <laughs> Imagine there's um, like a pigeon um, mail room in every office now. <laughs> it will be a pigeon. <laughs> okay. The, the, the jobs about opt- optimize, optimizing website searches would disappear. Um, <laughs> people wouldn't people wouldn't be able to ask uh, ChatGPT what to do with their Think so. That would happen. Okay, but I would also. I think. I think maybe this is because it's like more boring, but I think something that is like to be more worried about would be any geopolitical events, because a lot of like countries' decision making, and like information flow and espionage depends on, especially like internet. And other communications method that rely on internet. So when I, I, those go mm-hmm. away, there are a lot of places like on Earth that can cause huge events that would suddenly become like isolated from each other. That does not mm-hmm. have the information they might need to have, uh, like sensible decisions, oh, which might think- cause. Mm-hmm very big problems that like this is the type of thing that is usually not apparent when you like when someone makes an article about it or like when someone makes a movie about it like something mm-hmm. something like this because 
like it's it's more boring to say well the bureaucracy would get very messy and it would cause events but bureaucracy would get very messy and it would cause events i mean here's the thing uh back to the bronze age collapse Uh, what? Uh, what why are you laughing No, I just love that sentence. <laughs> I it is Bronze Age collapse is my Roman Empire. <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, what uh, the current state apparatus, the social services, police and all of those things, they depend on a very easily very easy flow of information. The reason why mm-hmm. say a centralized country like Turkey can operate is Because you can immediately tell people in, like, I'm gonna say mush. Uh, capital can <laughs> say to the mush what they should be doing immediately. Mm-hmm. If uh, the news to the mush needed to travel on horseback by a guy with an envelope, <laughs> then uh, the state wouldn't be able to exert as much power. Like suddenly, you United States would United States government would make so much sense. Electoral, <laughs> electoral college would make sense. State um, power decentralization over states would make sense. All of those things would suddenly start making sense. While centralized bureaucracies, how did China work? Oh my God, well, China! Didn't. China can sustain an empire the size of China without electricity. It's crazy. But yeah, most, I mean, it, it, it usually didn't. <laughs> and also, even when even when they can exert control over such large distances, they would be rebellious, and uh, in the periphery, the government wouldn't exist in a meaningful yeah, well, way. You're you're also talking so, yeah, about the state wouldn't exist in a meaningful way. Yes, uh, yeah. but uh, you're talking about like within state thing. I'm also looking at it on like it. Between the state, like interstates level, because uh, a lot of like between countries, a lot of tension would just depend mm-hmm. on people who are like on the borders or like in directly contact with the other countries, etc. Who now does not have an authority above them that get, they can like directly communicate with, and they who can who has like power to exert on them. So I think that is the biggest bigger problem. Something that happened uh, in the 19th century is when you are with a large uh, country, like say an imperial state or a land empire like Ottomans, you would have uh, soldiers in control of, like generals in control of uh, armies, and those armies would just plunder the countryside because mm-hmm. nobody would be able to report on them. And even if they did, they are the army, so they are the people they would be reported to. Like um, most of the Local force is being is kept within check by by being by having access to larger centers of power. So without those accesses, local power uh, foci would go crazy. Uh, but we are talking about say no internet. Like if internet disappears, what happens in a week and what happens in a year and what happens in 10 years are all different scales. And obviously, yeah. there is no telephones in this example either. Like all communication. Destroyed, not just the internet. Mm-hmm. I'm fairly certain uh, military don't convey orders through WhatsApp. <laughs> you know what? I'm not sure. Some stranger things <laughs> happen in this country. 
Stranger things happened in this country. Wait, it's in fifth season, I think. I was gonna say it's in this country. Um, but yeah, without internet, the principle. I agree with you. The principal problem would be people who have a lot of power being in check by stronger forces afar would suddenly be free to do whatever they want. And what they want will probably be not good for a regular person. Yeah, I mean, think of the general who <laughs> who yeah. wanted to nuke all of Chinese-Korean border. Um, the guy with so, the pipe. Yeah, sudden, um, suddenly that guy doesn't have Eisenhower to yell at him. Yeah, uh, that's a problem. You don't want Eisenhower not, being, not yelling at you from afar. Um, in, so in that sense, you would have more... Uh, priorities than cake recipes. <laughs> in that case, so you should have have them printed already, so you don't need to worry about them when apocalypse hits. Does it mean that it's gonna be an apocalypse? I don't, or is it gonna be? We don't have electricity for one day. I agree with you. The length of no electricity or no internet actually is a huge. Like if you if people already know that. Starting from tomorrow, there will be no like starting from tomorrow would be a bit of a problem. But if you tell people one month from now, there will be no electricity for one week. I think society would be fine. But if you wake up one morning, there is no electricity, there is no internet, there is no telephone, and that goes on for a week, th- that might have a different impact on the society. So in this, as in many things, uh, the first and most important thing a government should do is informing their people about what might happen. Like I said, I'm not saying this would happen next year. What I'm saying is if this happens, it will go on like this. We are already assuming that it happens. Um, so with a power outage and a sudden unprepared power outage, what you would have is um, one, The food in the fridge would get spoiled. But mm. there are more important problems that you should worry about because water uh, will stop running. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like no tap water. No. Without tap water, and obviously no warmth either, but water is more important. You can burn your furnitures. You can't drink them. Um, yeah. mm, I can't try. <laughs> if, your, um, if in a city tap water doesn't run for a month, You're in big trouble. I don't think any city can handle water short one month long water shortage. Even with like uh, modern sieges like Aleppo a few years ago, Aleppo had water supply. Um, so they survived. But I, I like in in Ankara, I think that maybe if it, it it might rain and you might be like you have these water collectors. You would need to do a lot of preparations to make sure you have drinking water. Smarter thing would be just leave to countryside. Um, you would also you have you would have that like your phone would work if electricity grid suddenly dies. Your phone would work until its battery runs out. If Squid Game is to be believed, battery runs out in the most <laughs> dramatic moment after a week. <laughs> Reality might be slightly different. Um, Say you f- somehow you found water, you live close to a river, something like that. Your third problem after f- uh, like water and food, like you, if you have water, you can start heating up your dried, you can 
always create a fire. Fire is very easy. Relatively. Mm-hmm. Um, you can eat stuff like rice or beans and such, which are dried stuff. Next thing you should worry about would be uh, your supplies not being replaced because without electricity, without electricity, people wouldn't be incentivized to keep delivering supplies to places. Like uh, a truck might still work without electricity, but the person driving the truck wouldn't be trying to bring food to you. And after that, like there would be maybe scavenging people. I am not. I am not entirely sure if that would happen. Like I. I don't know how scavenging would work in such a situation. It's very difficult to predict. Um, mm. I mean, when people starve, they do horrible things. We talked about this in the last last episode. <laughs> I was like, when did we talk? Oh. <laughs> But in order a person to eat another person, they usually they shouldn't just be starving. They should be starving. In a very when cra- very tight crowded place, <laughs> like a train. <laughs> yeah, I think what we are going to do is hop on a, uh, a infinite uh, perpetual power train and live on that train <laughs> and create and like uh, create some classes and live in this uh-huh. train forever. <laughs> That's what we are gonna do, I guess. Sorry guys, I just exploded the train. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I completely agree with Enes. If you are living on a perpetual motion train across the earth traveling, um, and sunstorm hits, this is not the episode for you. <laughs> hear, hear me out. And sunstorm hits the train, then you are probably dead <laughs> because of the nuclear reactor things I talked about earlier. So. Snowpiercer wouldn't happen because sunstorm would hit and train would stop working. Great. This is a this is the end of our two-parter on Snowpiercer. <laughs> 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 so if you like yeah. this episode, please subscribe us uh, on social media. And if you uh, have comments or if you have ideas, other ideas about our this topic about sunflares or Uh, dystopian uh, apocalypse please write down to our social media you can reach us on from via uh, instagram twitter from blue sky even you can write on our reddit subreddit page please do so we really like your comments and do it quick before internet before, yes. before internet goes down <laughs>